Yeah, I wouldn't be a nude model for George Bush Jr. Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Everybody wake the fuck up from the city to the burbs, every street, every curb. You can block what you heard, that's the cure. Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Everybody wake the fuck up from the city to the burbs, every street, every curb. You can block what you heard, that's the cure. Wake the fuck up! You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. And Fluent Rhythm's not here, so fuck him. Uh, but we do have C-Ray, and we have a very special guest from London. You know what? Come introduce yourself real quick. Pinky, what up? What up? It's Pinky. I'm just chilling. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is audio. You know that. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? It's, uh, it's Pinky from London. Okay. Uh, All right, yeah, go away. Get out of here. <laughs> you talk weird. Jay. Okay. Uh, so before we introduce our guest today, we got to knock out some things. Welcome back to the show. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, net. Wake the fuck up, uh, dot net. So we're going to find the shows. PlatformCollection.com, blah, blah, blah. Coming up on the show, Master Ace, Planet Asia, Medusa, Dirtback Dan, DJ Revolution. We've been killing it. We've been really blessed with guests. But today is a very special day for me personally. Because I get to sit down with one of my childhood heroes. Work him up. Sage Francis. Sage Francis. Hey, thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for agreeing. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to start off with the same question that I ask everyone uh, of your caliber. Is right. why the fuck you would agree to do a show with literally like 20 minutes before you got to go in. Yeah. Well, you were persistent enough for me Very to try persistent. to squeeze it in. <laughs> I respect persistence. Yes. Um, yeah, you showed initiative. I tried, I mean, I try to do as much as I can, so I, I you know, but if, if it looks like a lousy setup, I, I probably would have skipped on this one, uh, but it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. It passed the test. It passed the litmus test of uh, professional slash, you know, yeah. make it up as we go along type No, business. I'm with you. I'm with you, and I appreciate, you know, we, we strive for the <clears> best. <throat> Obviously, you, you spare no expense when it comes to yourself and this beautiful <laughs> Grand Twist mansion that you're staying in. So uh, I'm, I'm with it. I think we're, we're, we got this going on. You know, we missed that. <laughs> we couldn't get – every time I, I come to L.A., <clears throat> we stay at the Beverly Laurel. And I, don't, I, 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 I hesitate to give them a shout-out because at this point, they should be reserving a room for me. They should follow my schedule. They should know when I'm playing L.A. and be like, oh, Sage is coming through. Yeah. Let's get him, like, room 304. Yeah. He's always there. Yeah. And this time – there was no opening, so we. I had to. I was like, I don't even know where to stay in LA now. If yeah. I, if I, so I, I had to go on uh, Priceline or Expedia, one of those, and like find whatever was open. And this was like the best spot that didn't cost five hundred dollars sure. a night. And you know, yeah. I got a few rooms for all the people touring with us, yeah. doing a Copper Gone tour right now. Yeah. So we have. It's not just me. I have a full setup. And yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, I've had a couple of them. I saw you uh, coming in and out the rooms. So you got to yeah. surround it. I like that. Yeah, we run this spot now. That's what's up. Oh, well, I think it all depends on how much uh, room service you spend. Uh, I don't know if they have room service here. No, at there, at the other one. I think that's why they're uh, not. Are you tipping? No, they have, they have the, no, no, they have, they don't do room service there either. Unless you order from, like, 
swingers. Yeah. There's the diner connected to it. Yeah. But, like, we just always walk. That's why I like that place, because you just walk right down into, like, this all-night diner, yeah. and, and yeah. like, beautiful people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm with it. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful <laughs> leg stockings on the waitresses and stuff like that. Like, we, those oh. little things matter when you're on tour. Oh, you're like, yeah. Okay, oh, this absolutely. Is nice. It matters. Let <laughs> me have a shake. Let me enjoy myself. And yeah. then, you know, hit the road again. Get some eye candy going. Yeah. Now, we don't get, now we don't get that. But you're staying busy because you're doing your 60th, is that correct, show in a row? I, well, I will later. Um, this U.S. tour is yeah. 30 dates in a row, okay. and then we head to the U.K. and Europe. There's over 60 in all, wow. so we're still booking it. We're actually yeah. we're still we're gonna do U.K., Europe, Eastern Europe, then probably head to Australia, New Zealand, hopefully, and then South Africa. And I'm booking as we go. Like I'm trying to just keep the wheel spinning because while they're spinning. You got the inertia. We're in the we're in the we're in the mode. Like once I go out of the mode, it's tough for me to. I'm just I'm obsessive compulsive like that. Like yeah. if I stop doing something, yeah. or if I start doing something, I want to keep doing it. Sure. You sure. know. So yeah. as long as my health stays up and, yeah. and sticks with me, I can keep doing this for as long as like until uh, outside factors tell me I can't. Like your knees go out or something like that. <laughs> Everything's going out. I mean, I've been wearing a like. I don't have it on now, but I've been wearing this wrist brace because yeah. somehow I really messed my wrist up. Yeah. When this tour ends, i got to go oh, to the doctor. No. But I finally have health care for the yeah. first time. And you're I've in a hotel room, <laughs> and you're by yourself, and your wrist is messed up. That's got to be, like, the worst thing ever because now what are you going to do? Not by myself, son. Ah, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, then you don't need your wrist, and you're fine. I'm with that. Uh, so, okay, why are you still grinding to this extent? And I mean that respectfully, obviously. Like, why are you still, why is Sage still grinding, still doing his thing? Yeah. Um, because you could, and on a lo lower level, lower extent, still keep that, but you're still going strong. Why, yeah, why is yeah. that? Well, I did try to, like, chill for a moment. I did try to take a step away and not be on the grind all the time. Um, in fact, I made a concerted effort to stop touring. And, mm -hmm. and, like, I wanted this all to slow down so that I could develop other aspects of my life and perhaps in my career. Because when you're focused on the road and when you're just, like, just going nonstop, you don't – you can't give much thought to what else uh, – you can't put much time into other things that need attention. Yeah. Um, so other parts of your life and other parts of your career may, may suffer due to that. Um, but after four years, after the life tour, that was four years ago, I, I did chill. I did. I didn't even write or record for a full year. I did other things, and I think I, after a while, especially after the third year of me not touring hardcore and not not being on the album grind and all this stuff that my whole adulthood has been composed of. Um, first i started to miss it a little bit mm -hmm. like because it was such a big part of my life right it's i feel empty without it yeah i feel i feel like i'm missing something and i and that gap was not filled by without the performing else. specifically no or just music performing well performing is the best part of what i do that's the funnest part performing but it's everything that surrounds performing that is a pain in the ass oh. it's, and that's the stuff that takes away from you that's what takes your time because when i'm on stage and performing hey I, you know, at least I'm have I'm being active and having an interaction with the crowd, and you know, like that is the fun part. Everything else is the tedious and shitty and dr long ten hour drives, and you know, eat whatever you can on the go, and people just get grumpy and start like whiling out. Yeah. Um. So, 
I, I don't I can't say like I want that forever, but I didn't have anything else happening in my life that was filling this emptiness. It's yeah. like I might as well I gotta hit the road now. Like I gotta get out. I gotta get this album done. Um, make sure it's all done like well. I don't want to just work hard. I want to work hard. I want to work smart. And I want to make sure it all culminates into something successful. Yeah. You know, from not just for me, for everyone involved, so, so that I, I can continue to do that. And I've always done, my whole career has been on that 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 thought pattern. I notice a lot of MCs who I came up with, like we did have it easier back in the day. Like there weren't a billion rappers on Facebook. There right. you know, it wasn't a Facebook. The, yeah. or the internet was like not as mm. as heavily um crowded It wasn't it wasn't just everybody. The internet was not doing what it is doing now. It wasn't created for that purpose. Yeah, I it think. was different. It was just it, a different it, yeah, time. You and, used it for different yeah, things. And it was and people were more supportive. They were buying CDs back then. They were yeah. accustomed to that. It was yeah. just was part of our culture. Right. That changed. Yeah. So now people have to think of how they're gonna live off their music if yeah. people aren't buying it. So right. that has consumed my energy for because I run a record label. It can't it's not just about me. I have to think of how do we make this work for people. Yeah. <clears throat> I know how to make it work for myself. In fact I I could retire, like straight up say no more. I'd be fine for a long time. Yeah. You know, I could just invest the money that I've made and yeah. that, let that be that. Like, hey, you know, like wipe my hands clean. I did what I could. Yeah. Thank you guys very much. But it's it, like coming up, I started when I was a kid. It's like my whole life has been writing and recording and performing and always trying to improve myself, always trying to impress myself. Like, you know, like when you push yourself to a, a degree where you're like, Hell yeah. yeah! Like that was that's some shit I never did before. That's mm-hmm. I like that, or improving upon designs and um, that is fulfilling. That's the reward. So when you always got to think of like what's rewarding, what will help you down the line as as far as security is concerned. Because like I was saying, other rappers, I feel it scares me when I look at what they're doing because I don't see security for them down the line. Even rappers we work with or, or musicians we work with on the label, sometimes that concerns me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want five years from now them to have, like, no security backup. Like, this does not pay enough yeah. for you to support a whole family. Uh-huh. You know, like... No, absolutely. I'm, I've been living by myself for a long time. I take care of myself. My, I mean, I take care of other people, but, yeah. like, just for, for my point's sake... I could take care of myself, that'd be that. But if I had a full family and kids and stuff, yeah. and I wasn't, like, if I didn't have a secure career, I'd think about other career paths. Was that? Still make hip-hop, because it's in your heart. Yeah. That's rewarding, but to a it lesser can't be, extent, yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. Was the family and, and all that stuff, was that uh, something that you wanted at some point? Or is it still something you're still looking for? Is I it... really don't know. I, I don't know. I don't have any template to follow. My, my family was um, comprised of broken elements that came together and then fell apart and yeah. came together different times. My mom has been consistent. My mom's mom has been around. Mm-hmm. Um, between my dad and stepdad and divorces and me, I didn't have siblings, so I was an only child. Yeah. It wasn't like a village didn't raise me. Like, I say that in a song. There was no village that raised me. It kind of mm-hmm. was like I came up witnessing all this my mom was very strong so that you're great my stepdad was super supportive yeah but i saw all the mistakes they made along the line and none of it ever made me think man i want that <laughs> you know like i need yeah. this family you're like yeah. i gotta have a family this is the that's ne- it's never been part of me but yeah. I, I, 
Because I okay, what well, as a I fan, think at some at some points I did want to have some. You everybody wants somebody to share yeah, it with. Of course, I do all this stuff. A lot of the times I'm all by myself, and it's just like I retain this experience on my own. Yeah, and then I probably forget most of it because when I tour, like this Lord Grunge who you met earlier. He remembers stuff that happened 10 years ago that we did together, yeah. like, on the road. I'm like, man. Actually, you probably forget because we've met before. Oh, we're. You and me. We're. A uh, long, 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 long time ago, you were outside of a, I don't know if you remember, they had Tower Records before. Yeah. Tower you, Records you, was great. You were walking into a Tower Records, and I was literally just buying the personal journals, and that's how I know right. it was you. Uh, I bought it, and then I was walking out, and I'm like, that is no fucking way that that's Sage Francis walking in. And I walked up to you, and you said, yes, but don't tell anyone, and you walked to the back. <laughs> <laughs> and the, I'm like, I'm like literally have like that, and I have like, uh, I think like some Mob Deep stuff or something about that, some other stuff that I bought that same day. So that's how I knew that I was like, it had to be Sage because I just bought the CD. Life is kind of... Where was that? Ooh, I think it was in California, definitely. Right. It was like SoCal somewhere in the area. Yeah, yeah. And I remember because you had this, you had a beard and you had like a like a jacket on. Mm-hmm. And you were walking in like really fast. I don't know what you were doing. like, But that we met a long time ago. Maybe I needed to use the bathroom or yeah. something. I'm sure, it was, I'm sure that's what it was. Uh, so, okay. Uh, we Usually we like to get into the show a bunch of stuff, but you have... You have a heart out, so I want to touch base on some things that, as a fan, I need to know. Okay. Okay, someone I've been listening to. I try to gather your life from what I've been able to hear. Okay. Okay? So I just need some explanation. Right now, you just said that you didn't have any siblings. Right. Okay? But there's a very... No, I, I, didn't, I said I didn't grow up with siblings. Oh, you didn't grow up with siblings. There's Personal Journals, again, <coughs> has a song related or dedicated to your, to your sister, mm-hmm. okay, where she tells you about a tattoo that she had. And it wasn't a tattoo. It wasn't a tattoo. Okay, so I misunderstood. It was scars, mm-hmm. basically, because that's what that's what it comes down to. How was your childhood without that presence of the family unit? Like, uh, did, is it, is my, it, my my childhood, I think, was was actually it was pretty cool. I guess I, it it turned me into who I am. It, it gave me a lot of time by myself. It allowed me to be creative. My, my childhood gave me my privacy, and I think the privacy a person needs to develop themselves, to understand themselves. Because when you're constantly being distracted by other people, when you're constantly hearing other people's words, or being pulled into conversations... You mean that, for an you don't artist you, to develop, not a yeah, person. Yeah, then you right? don't let... I've noticed people need that. Yeah. Sometimes, if that's all they ever had, they never, they're afraid to be by themselves. They're yeah. afraid to have their own thoughts. Yeah. So, like, for me to develop my own individuality and pursue the rabbit hole within my own mind, I needed my alone time, and I got that. And it wasn't, like, I wasn't treated hardly. I, I was given everything I needed. My I was, you know, they put they knew I wasn't around kids a lot, so they, they made me, like, play sports. Yeah. Sports taught me discipline. Sports taught me camaraderie. Sports taught me... Um, Oh, I was athletic, and I, I did well. You know, it taught yeah. me, com- like, the, my, the competitive side of me came out, which all helped down the line in, in my career with hip-hop, right. where the battles came into play, and, like, I knew the focus I needed to have. I knew the composure I needed to keep. Um, I knew, And the school that I went to was strict, and, and my parents were strict. My mom was very strict. She was, you know, she just was a take-no-nonsense lady. Mm-hmm. So it's like I knew how to develop different... Or how to operate within different contexts under different rules. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like people say I'm the same way wherever I am. I, I'm just me. Like, yeah. fuck that. Like, 
I know how to act around certain people. Right. Like, I don't act around you the way I act around my mom. Right. I Absolutely. show her respect. Like, right. not, not that I don't respect you. Like, high respect. That explains like, you, you know. flipping me off when you first saw me. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> that came out wrong. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, but, no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I understand the, how these things work. So, in a battle, it's not a street battle. Yeah. If you're in, at Scribble Jam, if you're at the Super Bowl battle, it's not a street battle. Those have come with different rules, different uh, mores, different... It's just like, I think me maneuvering through all these different little microcosms allowed me to just become a f- well-rounded artist and, yeah. and person down the line. Yeah. So, yeah, as a kid... So you, I mean, I wish a, I had a brother at the time. I wish yeah. I had a, I wish I had a big brother. And in fact, I did, which I didn't meet him until I was an adult. But yeah. like, I have a lot of half siblings. My dad, my biological father, had at least five kids. Right. Who I've, I, you know, I've met them all eventually. But we were never a family unit. We just okay. are, you know, blood relatives. So what is what is a mom? I'm guessing from Rhode Island as well. What does she say about you showing this interest in this music and this hip hop for this this uh, you know this new music yeah. at the time what, what did she say about it <clears throat> well that? back then it's uh, it obviously wasn't as prevalent as it is now yeah she didn't know anything about it right. so it was a very they probably thought it was a cute thing at first like at least i was showing interest in something yeah. because i like to write even before that like i was a writer i i, I like to write poems i like to write songs i would like sing songs and but hip-hop when i heard it just the rhyme patterns just the just the attitude of hip-hop it i i i loved it and i needed to do it and i was like and there wasn't i couldn't really find much uh many hip-hop albums where i lived it wasn't accessible like that so i started writing my own stuff and then at first i'm my mom would would like she bought me the run dmc album she yeah. bought me raising hell yeah like just showing like oh this is cute but i think like when she noticed like oh maybe this isn't kid material yeah. or, or you know yeah. it, maybe you... it was like i was getting a bad attitude yeah. because of the music i was listening to but the, honestly maybe that's that's partially true because i did at a certain point become withdrawn or um but i i it wasn't because of music. Like, there was a lot of external factors in my life yeah. that was pushing me out and, like, making me want to just, like, have my own time and, and not, not be influenced by my immediate surroundings. Right. I didn't like... That's what I fought against most of my childhood was yeah. I did not want to be influenced by my immediate surroundings. I loved hip-hop because it gave me uh, an escape to an outside world, which I'm not saying is a better world, yeah. but it was different. Like I, I needed something different. My, where I came from was so homogenized. It was, it was just like white bread, you know, Christian, yeah. just straight laced and fake as all fucking shit. It was just <laughs> crazy. Like I knew it like straight off the bat, like this is like grossing me out. I need right. something outside of this. So, um, and that was scary to them. Cause like, they didn't understand it. Yeah. They didn't. And uh, this was also during the Afrocentric period of hip hop where it was like very pro-black, yeah. nationalistic, yeah. Uh, public enemy Paris, right. you know, uh, King Sun. And uh, I was I was like had Malcolm X posters on my wall and, you know, like and <laughs> just studying up on black history. Like right. and that's all like I had an affinity for it. And I'm guessing not a lot of all other my kids favorite artists were all about it. In so. Rhode Island were following that pattern, right? I'm guessing yeah. a lot of them were. No. So when you were that, did that make you even more distant? Yes, to it the made kids? me a pariah. I was not I was like I was the weirdo. I was incredibly strange yeah. in school. Yeah. But I also I was 
captain of my football team. Yeah. So it was like I had this strange thing happening where, because that didn't mean, that didn't mean you were cool in my school. No one gave a shit about football in my school. <laughs> if you were in Texas, we were the worst team. Yeah. We had, no, we had the worst football team. No one cared. Everyone played like if you were cool, you'd play soccer. You know, like. Yeah. But so, but I no one really fucked with me because I was a big kid, yeah. and you know, like I did. <clears throat> I was raised on martial arts. Like I, I was no one fucked with me at all. Yeah. But. I was the strangest kid. I was but not they stayed included. away from you. I was not invited to parties, <laughs> but I wasn't fucked with. Okay. That's how, kind of how well, it went it's, it's better than being fucked with it and, and yeah. being invited to parties. Yeah. Yeah. Patience is a virtue. Virtue is a grace. Grace is a little girl who wouldn't wash her face. Grace is a virtue. Virtue is a mean between two extremes, one of excess, one of deficiencies. Patience is a virtue. Virtue is a dirty stain. Cleanliness is next to godliness and isn't worth the pain. Grace is a virtue. Virtue of the pageant. And this is not a love ballad. You suggested lithium to get me better again. That is unless if we um get together again. But that ain't gonna happen never again. Send my well wishes to your nutritionist, your dietitian, your pharmacist, your personal trainer, and your accomplices, your partners in thought crime, your criminal group thinking doctors online. There's a difference between what is and isn't business and friendship, parental assistance and an assistant, a permanent solution and a quick fix, a fit body and sound mind, a hundred hour weeks and dangerous amounts of downtime. You got a lot to offer, but you're not an author. If I kill your persecution complex, that don't make you a martyr. Drop the styrofoam cross, you can't walk on water. You could use it for flotation, not a flying saucer You suggested professional help Like I wasn't mentally well Like what I was feeling wasn't meant to be felt Duly noted, you'll be quoted in the eulogy They'll be passed off as poetry between you and me I know you know the difference between confession and conjecture Prosody and needing to be lectured to a meter The student becomes a teacher The son becomes a parent From a scab to teamster The son becomes a parent From a chemical imbalance to a litany of habits And this is not a love battle you should drown me in that womanhood or teach me how to swim Beat me with my own hands or tie down my limbs Suffer for my sins or let me suffer from within But in the end, this is not a love ballad We can battle with tattoos to cover up the bruises The first to show any sign of discomfort loses For the first time in a long time, you're not who my muse is And this is not a love ballad I'm not thirsty, I just got hungry eyes And you look appetizing from a distant stare Broken eye contact and disrepair Sometimes I disappear Oh now you see me, I'm part Irish goodbye Other part Harry Houdini put my feet to the fire I got Satan on my heels If it's all about prestige, just wait for the reveal I got a new bag of tricks to turn A new black magic woman witch to burn So much for living learn Patience is a virtue, virtue is a grace Grace is a little girl who wouldn't wash her face Clinging the sheets because it sings to me slow like And that's her song running through an hourglass Built with two wine bottles that I found in a flower patch Planted it in quicksand, refusing to sink fast Abusing me slow, I hear the music and I think back Before the fall, before the setup 
Before the interest in sex even developed I fell in love with distance It's an ex's best friend It used to be revenge But I couldn't see no end So I had to switch the lens And then focus on some flesh No more clinging to old friends Okay, good So what I like to do when I have a guest uh, You know, someone that people are very much fans of I uh, tell them to submit a couple of questions okay. So I have questions directly from the fans And you tell me uh, if you really know Okay, okay. alright so the first question from our very own Beardo, he's one of our guys, huge okay. beard. I don't know what's going on, but it's an epidemic. Everyone's okay. fucking growing beards now. Yes, true. Uh, Beardo asks, what is your least favorite song that you've recorded? Um, I get it. Give me a moment. I wish you picked an album. I like it's for me to go through my whole catalog right now and think of my least. Just do favorite. an album if you like. Do you have an album? Where you just wish I think. Well, one of my least favorite. Songs of recent times was probably London Bridge on the Life album because it, okay. it didn't have the raw quality that the demo had, and it ended up sounding a little too—it's like way too polished for the effect I was going for on the song, and mm. it, it's, it just wasn't special enough to even make the album. I regret putting that on the record instead of other songs I yeah. recorded because okay. we did knock off better songs. Well, are those going to be released? Or I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. an Epitaph thing. Like, when uh, I was working with Epitaph, yeah, we decided, right. okay, well, these three songs we'll release as, like, or we'll get them licensed or do something. And then er, nothing ever happened. And, I, like, I, I moved on. I'm like, okay, fuck now, that. another question that's for me. How did Epitaph treat you? Because you Very, were the, the one at the time, yeah, at least, they, the first hip-hop right album they had the signed. Bat, they were they were really 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 cool they okay. like they were supportive they were not restrictive they they gave me free reign to yeah. do what i wanted to do yeah. um so the first album benefited from their enthusiasm about signing a hip-hop act yeah. i think down the line the whole hip-hop thing got wearisome to them yeah. <clears throat> they didn't give as much of a shit after a while and that translated into low activity <laughs> from their staff yeah, 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 yeah. like the president his name's andy i i love the dude like he was one of my only friends in the industry like yeah. he was legitimately cool and like very knowledgeable about all types of music we could we could like talk about anything and it would be <clears throat> it would be fun but um he wasn't the one running like daily operations at yeah. epitaph yeah. Uh, so i was relying on a lot of people who I, I just don't think had the ambition to really like push a hip hop record. Right. That I think my the stuff did suffer due to that. After the second, my second record with Epitaph leaked four months before it came out. Mm -hmm. Like that just made it dead in the water by mm -hmm. the time it fucking hit the streets. Yeah, like I would never do that. Like I would make sure. I did, and I did. Like finally, we were when we did Copper Gone. Like yeah. I didn't send it to anybody. Yeah, you know, I sent it to Slug. You know, like, I sent it to B. Dolan. And then, like, they heard it, but... Is, is that because of their friends? Just, like, on a friend yeah, level? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. check it out? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. sometimes it's good for them to give you feedback, and, like, sometimes they'll come back, like, yo, this is the this is the track you need to focus on. Or they'll be like, nah, yeah. this one's not really fitting, man. That's so, like, you, is Slug is someone you trust with that kind of... Yeah, but he's... He's someone I've worked with for so long. He's yeah. very trustworthy. I, I really like his, his feedback on, on the music. Because we make... Some people lump us together as making similar music, but really we make very different types of music. We have different approaches to kind of hip-hop we make. Yeah. 
Um, I think there's an emotional attachment to you too. That's what it is. Because yeah. at least I for me, it, it was like, uh, that attachment to you, idea, slug, right. ASAP. Like those are musics that I embrace. So yeah. I want you guys to be all in the same bubble so that I can keep listening. True. And True. You will be compartmentalized. Like, but when you listen to the record side by side, yeah. like listen to their new record and listen to mine. It's yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. We, <laughs> it's yeah. not even close to being similar. But. I mean, I can't say it like that. Hey, we, you guys have we similar vision, similar style. Yeah. At least well, we, the, I will say that one of the biggest similarities now is that we're both older men making, you know, further on in our career. And yeah. I think that translates in the music that we make yeah. because we don't shy from it. Yeah. A lot of the hip hop we grew up listening to, I think, tried to wash over the fact that they were older and didn't want to talk about mature and that's subjects. I think why they're stumping now why they're not yeah yeah it doesn't because it doesn't come through as it, you, you can't talk like a 20 year old when you're approaching 40 you can but like <sighs> I think it kind of gets sour I'm with you. I think there's a way to do it I th and I think we're gonna we're gonna uh, be the ones to help forge that path be yeah. like no hip-hop is mature enough yeah. like the audience is mature enough we can talk about this stuff in an honest way still make it dope not have to pander to the, you know, tweens of hip-hop. Because when I was 12 and I was listening to hip-hop, they were talking about stuff that was way beyond my age. Yeah. And I still loved it. Oh, yeah. So for me to be able to do that, I want to be able to do that for a 12-year-old, you know? I think that's why we loved it. Yeah. Because it was the mature right. coming down to us and we're just yeah. uh, soaking up game. We're just like, okay, we're following you guys as yeah. you go. I'm with you. Okay, we'll, we'll cut it down to three because I have five, but I think uh, this will do. Black and ease, okay? I'll give you one chance to guess what race he is. <laughs> Black and Ease uh, wants you to, would ask personal journals, sea lines, and the rewrite if you would perform them in their entirety. Say it again. If you would perform personal journal, sea lines, and rewrite in their entirety, please. Personal journal list? No, all of them. Yeah, all of them. He wants you personal to perform. Personal journals is an album, but yeah, the other he, two are songs. Yeah, he wants you to perform all three. So, oh, I have to do one full album and then just two random exactly. other songs? If you would, if you would, please. <laughs> right now, yes, for right you now. live? Right now, no, I think I'll have to pass okay. on that. Right. <laughs> uh, Although someone recently asked if I was going to do, because that, that's a new thing. People, artists are performing their, a full album. Right, like Nas, oh, yeah. Nas, Nas go out do Illmatic. Yeah. Like I might at some point, maybe like for the twentieth anniversary that of Personal Journalist. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. But and only uh, sell five tickets. And I'll and I'll sneak, you know in, I mean? I'll sneak in. I'll sneak in Sea Lion as a bonus. Rewrite. All right, rewrite. over Sea Lion for me okay. personally. Okay. Uh, Kaoki Lyrical Wizards ask, uh, Did Buddy Wakefield have any influence on you? Absolutely not. But uh, he was a cool <laughs> cat that I met when. We were, shoot. I mean, I was always, I was already fully into the whole scene, both hip hop and the spoken word scenes. Yeah. So that's how I came across him. Yeah. Um, he got when I first met him, he got in trouble with the law. There was something he got caught up in that I, I didn't even hardly know him, but I ended up paying bail, and because I knew he was in a tough spot, and I knew all the other the poets that we were around didn't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up paying this thing. And then down the line, uh, met him again at a national poetry slam. And then like, you know, I put him on one of the tours. It, and so, no, I mean, uh, cause he's, he says you, you've, you've used a couple of lines or something like no, that. No, what happened? Oh, what happened with that was we put out a record, his, his first record on strange famous. And he gave me a list of 50 titles. Yeah. He was like, which one? 
So I went through all these titles, and one of them was Human the Death Dance. Yeah. And I was like, I like that title. I said, if you don't use it, I'm going to use it yeah. for my for my next record. Yeah. I was like, is that cool? Uh-huh. He's like, yeah. So he, he used another name. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to use Human the Death Dance. I, I, it's tight. Yeah. So then he was like, all right, I'll write a poem for it. You know. So he did a Human the Death Dance poem, and we used snippets of that in the within the record. Ah, yeah. Okay. So we took he came to the apartment, recorded his parts. We we spliced it up and just like tossed parts of it throughout yeah. the Human the Death Dance record. Well, I know you're in a rush, so. We got the last segment, and then you're on your way. Okay. Okay, so usually we like to go with the artists, and we ask them, like, their top five, and they ask them to do some other stuff. But we have a signature on the show that we call 12 Rounds. So I'm just going to ask you 12 questions very quickly. Okay. You answer these questions. You are the champion. Okay. You win. You walk away with the belt. All right, good. But I need you, a belt. <laughs> if you cannot answer the question, or you will not answer the question, you will be knocked out. Okay. I'm the champion, and then I... We'll take your shoes? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Are you willing to play 12 rounds, Sage France? Yeah, you get the rest of my water if yeah, I lose. Will you, will you, I'll put it on eBay. I, I've gotten some strange shit from rappers. R.A. gave me his pants that he was wearing that night. Really? Oh, yeah. I, can't, I have one pair of pants, so you must be balling. you got a bunch of pants. <laughs> R.A., you got a bunch of pants you travel with? He goes, he goes, uh, these pants don't fit. Do you want them? I'm like, yes, I want them. You know what I mean? I sleep with them. I don't. Round number one, Sage Francis. What is your favorite part about your craft? Writing. Round number two, what is your least favorite part about your craft? Talking to people. <laughs> Podcasts. No, not po- no, oh. just uh, have oh, okay. business dealings and... Um, negotiations. Yeah, negotiations. Okay. Round number three, if you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? John Lennon. Round number four, what are you most proud of? Don't cheat. I'm not. I'm sorry. I look. I'm looking, but I'm, my eyes are blurred over. I'm just thinking. Uh, what am I most proud of? What are you most proud of? Just number four. The career in general, being able to live off of it and having it become as successful as it has without ever uh, compromising my integrity. Round number five. What are you least proud of? What are you most ashamed of? Um, my weight issues. My my health. Yeah. Well, just fat fuck styles. Well, I mean, someone asked me to ask you if you're a vegetarian, then why are you so fat? Uh, well, I wasn't going to ask you because yeah. I feel terrible. That's a horrible question. Most vegetarians, I know, are you vegetarian? Oh, yeah. Well, you look I'm like... vegan? No, honestly, honestly. like, you, you're speaking sarcastically, but, <laughs> yeah. like, you, we take in a lot of carbs. Yeah. Um, we eat shit. Like, we're not healthy. We're not like poster boys for health. We fucking eat... Bad so then things. why not just eat meat? If right. that's the uh, no, I don't get, like, I, I, like, stopped even having the discussion because it became such a ridiculous thing. Like, I just let people know, listen, I am not a poster boy for health. Yeah. Please don't look at me and, and like, think I've ever tried well, to wave the like, flag and be like, this is how to live. Because, like, like, Cheetos don't have shit. beef in it, so you can eat that, right? Of course. And donuts Pizza, don't have beef. bagels. Uh, <laughs> okay. All that shit is good, <laughs> but bad. No, I'm with you. Okay. Uh, round number six. What is your biggest fear? Oh, um, biggest fear, I guess, like, dying without clearing the cache on my computer. <laughs> Your history? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have an auto school. I'll hook you up. I have a program. As soon as you leave, it erases everything. It's a godsend. Okay. <laughs> Round number seven. You have to send me that. I, I will. I, uh, whatever. When I was a kid, I, my honest to goodness, my biggest fear was, like, dying... Because I have a porn stash, and, like, if that was ever discovered, like, 
I always thought about it. It was always in my head. Yeah. Like, I got to like, get oh, rid of this at some point. And my mom's going to yeah, find it. Something gonna, like that. Okay. I'm with Round number seven. Uh, who would you take a bullet for? B. Dolan. I'd take a bullet for B. Dolan. I'd take a bullet for any, you know, any of my family. It's a lot of people I probably would take bullets for. Like, yeah? Yeah. I feel like I'm thick enough to take the bullet more than most people. Yeah, you'll be all right. Okay. <laughs> Round number eight. Who would you let that bullet hit? Now, I'm not saying Buddy you Wakefield. shoot someone. That's, okay. <laughs> I, almost anybody I work with. I'm saying you're not, I'm not saying you're the one, you're the shooter. I'm saying oh, the oh. bullet's coming. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to jump in the yeah, way. Exactly. Who, who uh, let that bullet hit? Um, probably Justin Bieber. Not because like, like I know there's like worldwide hatred or frustration with him, but like he probably needs that. He needs the bullet. Like he, not to kill him, but he, to go through that. You know, TMZ will just use it as like a, it'll just be like a little mem forever. You know, I just want to see how it's dealt with. Oh, that's that's mean. Like that's and that's too easy. There's so many people I probably wouldn't get in a bullet way of bullet for. I think mm-hmm. now that I I think of it, um, in the rap world, like I I probably wouldn't get in the way of the bullet if it was Kanye. Like he could take a bullet. You'd be okay with that? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like. No, I great, probably no would, great loss, I wouldn't right? lose sleep. Like, I'd be feel bad, but I'm not, like, I wouldn't write in my diary about how I'm upset. <laughs> you wouldn't make a Kanye song. Okay, I'm with you. Round number nine. Who would you never work with? Like, ever work with? Uh, back a truck full of hundreds of, you know, give you, like, a foot rub. A belt. They give you a new belt. And yeah. You still wouldn't work with them. In music. In general. In life. I would not work with... <laughs> Man, it's a, I, I, I'm trying to think, like, why wouldn't I work with anybody? Uh, you cannot answer the question. Yeah, I know. I, I guess I wouldn't work with George Bush, like, as a painting assistant or something. Really, that's your answer? Yeah. You mean senior Bush? You no, no, junior. Against, oh, junior. Dude. Yeah, he's a painter now. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, like... Pose I wouldn't. Him? No, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be a nude model for George Bush Jr. <laughs> That's a quote. George That's W. That's a quote. I would not. A new, okay. Uh, round number 10, that last three. You're doing pretty good. All right. But these are my uppercuts. Okay. okay. Do you believe in God? No. You would like to elaborate or are you good? No, no I'm good. I, I don't believe in. I don't believe in. Not, a not God. religion. Right. In God. No, now when when you say God, it makes me think of what most people say, and there's this entity yeah. and the conscious being that's all powerful. I, I don't. You don't believe no. in that entity. Okay. No. Round eleven, Sage Francis. What is your strongest insecurity? Probably my weight. Seriously, just like I want to be thinner, but I also like to eat, and it makes like I don't. Yeah, you know, like I don't want to go to the beach and like hang out without a shirt on. Yeah, I sleep, still sleep with all my clothes on. Yeah, <laughs> straight up, I slept in this shirt. Like I woke up all sweaty. I'm like, man, I wish I could sleep without a shirt on, but I'm fat. <laughs> try a wife beater and basketball shorts, bro. That's what I do. Yeah, I can't do the wife beater thing. I did, I did when I was 19 for like four months. I tried it. Like I thought maybe it would take on. I but cannot, I just started get. This is the first time I've ever worn like these yeah. kind of shorts, and? basketball type shorts. And? What's the verdict? They're cool. I like them. <laughs> okay. But not the. I can't do the wife beaters. Okay. I'm just saying for sleep. Trust me. Okay. That's the way to go. Yeah, Last a... round. <laughs> Think about it. Okay. Fashion advice. Last round. Sage Francis. It's been an honor to have you on. Thank you for being cool and not being a dick like everyone said you were. I said no. I know he's gonna be a good guy. Just give me that chance. Okay. okay.
Round 12, Sage Francis. Stop looking at my questions. Okay. <laughs> disqualify you. Why? Why not? Short answer. It's kind of cop out. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Your answer is why not? It's kind of What's the question? Why? Why not? That's always the answer. To why? Why not is why just why? Why not is always the answer to why. There's no why. There's only why not. Everyone has their own version of why. Everyone has what why means to them. Why? Why not? My, it's the ping pong of conversation. Why? Why not? Like you, if you can't answer why not, how can I possibly answer why? <laughs> Peace. Judges, judges. Yes, yes. We give it to. All right, we'll give it to you. Thank you <laughs> so much. Hell yeah, man. Thank you. Respect. I had a blast. Thank you for coming through. One day I want to have you come to the studio, air right. conditioned, and we'll give you the fucking okay. veggie rolls, whatever you want. All right, Anything, all right. Got you. Um, next year then. I, I gotta. Be, I'm back here. I'm yeah, in Cali on, every year. It's on audio. I'm. I'm back. I'm. Pretty much in California every single year, at least once. Yeah. So, so would you spare the time? If I'm not on tour, yeah, if I'm not on tour, it's usually one-offs, too. So I come out here, I spend a couple days. like. Even if it's days. local, we can. Oh, we okay. always rent out like a rehearsal studio. We'll do it there. Let's do it. Sage Francis right, has been Respect. an honor. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. Strangefamous.com. There you go. Sage Francis making his exit. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. Thank you guys for sticking through it. I uh, want to thank Crappy Awesome for coming out and hooking us up with the audio. Uh, what, can, what could you say about that? The interview was a great. Thank you so much. Uh, so for Crappy Awesome, Platform Collection, for Strange Famous, for Sage Francis, this is Concept714 asking you, demanding that you help us wake the flock up. I was a lot more comfortable being vulnerable and open when I was younger and it wasn't clear if I was or wasn't joking but so much is broken just like fuck it the fix is in if I can't hide in plain sight anymore I'll just stay hidden it's been a minute since I left this domicile no need to change my outfit I rock it like it's going out of style it's out of style ain't no one here to tell me otherwise it gets more difficult to stay inside during the summertime but most of the time it's just like any other time avoid personal interaction Human touch, shut the blinds It's been a while since I left this bachelor pad I need to go to the market soon Cause the food is going bad, the food is bad I found it's difficult to just cook for one With healthy recipes Well, depending on what book they're from If you wanna eat healthy, you gotta dirty some dishes The frozen dinner's quickly ready to serve And it's so delicious It's not delicious, it's disgusting But it satiates the hunger with a quickness And hey, at least it's something At least it's something At most it's nothing, the fuck's wrong I don't know, I'm just adjusting It's been a month since I left this cabin The doctor was worried about a fever and other difficulties I've been having She called me on Christmas, that was my gift She was worried I might die and said I might die No shit It's been forever since I've said something that I can't wiggle free from 
there's anything I cherish in this self-inflicted prison is freedom Comes at a cost, so I'm private to a fault Till I default on the loan for home is actually more like a vault No one knows a combo but little old me The head honcho, the holder of the key Alone but never lonely It's been a millennia since I left this dominion Been in the company of any women at least I got my kittens Spent more cash on my cat than I did myself When he stopped eating, I took him to the vet So they could check his health They put a feeding tube into his neck I said, please let this work Cause if it doesn't, I got nothing left I didn't say that, but they saw that the cat had my tongue, I didn't speak at all They told me to call back But it wasn't weird, I did nothing but stand right there But I fixed this, money's no object Type stare, it's been a year Since I stepped into anyone else's private quarters I've been busy self-diagnosing disorders First world problems, yeah, USA, number one, top of the world, I'm in a tux and cumberbund, welcome everyone to the party of the century, it's sure to be one for the books, no doubt, medical ones especially, my 20s were a blur, my 30s were a blur, my 40s, I'm not so sure, but I'ma make them blur, my 20s were a blur. Street, every curve, you can block what you heard. That's the cure. Wake the fuck up. 